Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, shit. Recorded live. Oh, <laughs> 
So we are broadcasting, and so let's go in prayer. Lord, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the fact that we are broadcasting. Thank you, Father, that your word will be able to go into all the world today, into every nation as a witness to all nations upon earth. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity to present your word and your truth to anyone that is willing to listen today. Thank you, Father, that this is not only broadcasting live, but will be recorded as usual, so that people, even in several months ahead, will be able to come back and listen to this service and other services before this. Thank you, Father, that you have given us opportunity to gather together over the Internet, over the telephone, and in person, wherever we may be, that we can be one church, one body, one mind, one accord, in agreement in Jesus Christ. We ask you, Father, for your special help in me delivering your word without human interference, without carnality, without flesh, fleshly mind, fleshly thoughts, but rather in your spirit and according to your truth and your will and the truth of Scripture and what your will is for us. We pray that every one of us will come from this sermon today to greater understanding of your will and greater holiness, greater perfection, and closer to the completion of what you want us to be. But we know that you are the potter, we are the pottery, and that we are still a work in process, that you are faithful to finish the work that you started in us according to Scripture and according to your very character, that you are faithful to finish the work that you began in us. So we lay it over into your hands, Father, for you to control this, for you to move it, for you, for your spirit to be free and have liberty in this place, move in our hearts and in our minds and in these words, according to your will, the perfection of your church and of your kingdom. In Jesus Christ's holy name, amen. You may be seated. Praise Jesus. We're going to start in 1 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 5, and I do encourage everybody to make some notes today because I'll be covering a lot of different points in the sermon, a lot of different points that may be helpful to take notes about to help us stay in memory of the lesson, memory of the scriptures, memory of God's will for us. You know, sermons should not be only about knowledge, but rather the proper balance, the proper mixture between spirit and truth. He is seeking a people who will worship him in both the spirit and in the truth. Spirit meaning not only your heart and your mind, 
and your intent, but how you worship him, worship him in spirit, meaning that you have legitimate feeling for him, legitimate love, legitimate, sincere worship, and have liberty to worship him with raised hands and a raised voice in song and dance and so forth. Worshiping him in spirit tells a lot of things. We can have a sermon just on that alone. It entails a lot of things. And worshiping him in truth is with correct doctrine and correct understanding and knowledge. So it's a mixture of all these things. And a sermon should be from the Spirit with correct option. The movement of the Spirit, the movement of the Holy Ghost, allowing the Holy Ghost freedom to move in not only myself, but in you as well. Uh, so that if God starts speaking through a person in tongues, that they are free to do so because they have liberty in Christ to worship God in spirit, not just in doctrine, not just in hidden place, but allowing his spirit to move through that person in immigration to speak in tongues if God so chooses to move in that person in that way. But that only happens when you have a understanding that you've got to let the Spirit move and not forbid speaking in tongues, not forbid worship, not forbid people from raising their hands. You can raise hands at any time in services. It don't have to be only how we're singing because the entire service is a worship service from beginning to end. If you feel the Spirit move upon you, to just in the middle of the sermon, raise your hands, be like, Yes, Lord, that, that verse right there. Or I feel your presence, Lord, you know, to raise your hands. To worship him anytime, anywhere. That was a sermon a long time ago. If you feel like it in the middle of the or whatever, raise your hands. Don't be afraid, you know. Don't be afraid to worship him. He's in your presence at all times and always worthy of worship 24-7, not just while we're singing. Amen. So that's not the sermon, but just a little extra something there from the Spirit. Amen. Don't have to have no notes on that. Don't have to plan it, but allow his voice to speak. Amen. But the topic today, actually, removing leavening that we may become whole. Remove leavening sin that we may become whole. You've got to take out the ingredient of baking soda, leavening, sin, take the sin out of our heart, circumcise the heart, in order that we may become whole. That's amazing. Take something out that you may become whole. But it's not good enough to just take it out. You have to put it in its place. And you got to replace it with the Holy Ghost. Take sin out and, re- and replace it with the feeling 
of the Holy Ghost. Amen. For his word connects together, comes full circle, bringing back the theme of allowing the Spirit to move the Holy Ghost. You can take sin out. You still need the Holy Ghost. Without the Holy Ghost, you're not saved. It don't matter if you overcame drunkenness, if you overcame alcoholism, if you came out of doing drugs. So what? Congratulations, but you're still not saved unless you have the Holy Ghost. Amen? So you can go to a a uh, feel-good church that's motivational speaking, like Joel Osteen, and you can go to just a regular motiv- motivational speaker that don't even claim to be a minister, and you can go to a drug rehab and so forth and so forth, and you can go to a therapist and a counselor and so forth, and all those things can help you in one sense or another, even Babylon can help you in one sense or another. But you're still not saved without the Holy Ghost. So we got to get Babylon out of us, sin out of us, and anything that's not pleasing to God out of us, replace it with the Holy Ghost. And, it, and it's, the sin is leaving at the same time the Holy Ghost is coming in. Because you can't remove all sin without the Holy Ghost. Amen. We need his help. We need his presence in us to purify us, to cleanse us, to strengthen us, to encourage us, to help get rid of all, all the sin. So we're getting out of the sin a continual process. And so when we have Passover, we have that first day, that Passover, and we take the symbolism of the body and blood of Jesus Christ, saying, I accept you, Lord. and I accepted you when I first prayed. I accepted you when I got baptized. But now, continually, on an ongoing process, every day, every week, every month, every year for the rest of our lives, we continue to remember his crucifixion, what he did for us. And on a yearly basis on Passover, say, I continue to follow you. I still take your blood. I still take your body as sacrifice for my sins. But then, after we do, we still got seven days. It's not over with. After we do get saved, it's not over with. Once we say that prayer, once we are baptized, once we do receive the promise of the Holy Ghost, it's not done. Salvation is a process all the way until the day that we enter the fullness of the kingdom, that we are turned spirit. And we are not a finished process. We are not a finished pottery until we are turned to spirit. For this flesh is only temporary and is not really who we are. Amen. But we are a spiritual creature on the inside of this snake skin, inside of this flesh, and we have to shed this flesh before we can enter the kingdom. The Bible says that flesh and blood should not enter the kingdom. So we have the seven days of unleavened bread to represent as a process. Seven days, seven, the number of completion, the number of perfection, seven representing eternity, 
that's seen in all of humanity from the day of Adam and Eve until the very last day, all the way up into new heaven, new earth. That is a process of continually removing the leaven. So as we head toward Passover, let's continue to think about this theme of what we are supposed to be learning from these holy days. That yes, we got saved, but we're not totally saved, totally finished, not a total finished product until the end. Matthew 24, those that endure until the end shall be, will be saved. We're saved now. The Bible says over and over, we're saved now. We have received promise. We have a seed of that salvation, the seed of eternity in us. We have eternal life in us if we do these things. But we're not finished yet. But every day, every week, every month, year, we should get, be getting closer to being complete. We should continually be getting closer and closer and closer to becoming perfect, meaning sinless, without sin, and becoming more and more like Christ so that when we do see him, we will look like him in the spirit, in the heart, in the mind in our character, in our personality, in our thinking, in our viewpoint, in our feelings, in our emotions, in our words, becoming like him. The Bible is very clear about this, that when we see him, we shall be like him. If it's not like him, when that day comes, then we will not return the spirit yet. And we will never be turned straight until we are completed, finished, piece of pottery, the masterpiece of his correction. 1 Corinthians chapter 5, starting in verse 1. 1 Corinthians 5. Verse 1. It is actually now don't verse one. Yeah, yeah, verse one through verse eight. Yeah, verse one. It is actually that there is immorality among you. Paul is writing to the church in the town of Corinth that he has heard this report that there is immorality among you, and immorality of such a kind as does not exist even among the Gentiles, among the lost people, some people that don't follow Jesus. But someone has his own dad's wife. You have become arrogant and have not mourned instead so that the one who had done this deed would be removed. You have not disfellowshipped this son. Sounds like every church in town. For I, on my part, absent in body, I'm not there in that town with you right now, but I'm present in spirit. My heart is with the church, basically, he is saying. I have already judged him. 
yes, we have the right to judge members of the church, especially with him being the apostle of the church. He had the right to judge the members of the church. Having already judged him, he hadn't even met this person, and he has judged him. Who has so committed this? As though I were present in the name of the Lord Jesus, when you are assembled, and I with you in spirit. So you don't even have to be in the same place at the same time. But we're all supposed to be of one mind, one accord, one spirit. So this means that he knew what time they were having services, and at that time, he was thinking upon them, praying for them, praying for their worship services, praying that the word of God would be delivered and received in that service. I am with you in spirit. With the power of our Lord Jesus, I have decided to deliver such a one, that man, to save for the destruction of his
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.